This episode of The Water Break is sponsored by Baby Keys Gender Reveals. That's B-A-B-Y-K-E-E-S. Shop now for fun and unique gender reveal products at www.babykeysgenderreveal.com. Got a story you want to share? Send us an email at mybirthstory at thewaterbreakpodcast.com or send us a message on Instagram at thewaterbreakpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Brian. And this is The Water Break. On this episode of The Water Break, Troy and Marissa will be sharing their birth story. Hi guys. Hi there. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. Tell us about yourselves. So I met Troy four weeks before I was moving to Seattle. Oh my uh, gosh. First words out of my mouth were, I'm moving to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've been together for three, four years? Yeah, for, well, three years now. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just skipping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, he ended up coming to visit and then followed me out there and Everyone told him he was crazy, which he still may be crazy. And here we are. We now have a kid. We're engaged. And now we live in Colorado. So awesome. Awesome. When did, when did you guys get pregnant? What year was this? And I guess the end of 2019, we found out at the beginning of 2020. Like we literally found out we were pregnant. And then like a month later, COVID happened and we both lost our job. Uh, oh my gosh. So how was the pregnancy through COVID? I was really fortunate. Like I got to chill at home. We lived by like a really awesome park and we got to walk every day with our dog. Like I have a long torso, I guess, <laughs> plays to my advantage with the pregnancy everyone <laughs> telling me. Um, like it was so great that I was even like researching surrogacy while I was pregnant. Oh was my like, gosh. This again, I'm going to do this for other people. So easy. Like, this is great. <laughs> How funny. Yeah, I'm like, man, why don't like. I've only heard terrible things. I'm like, this isn't <laughs> right. at all. I could do this five times. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I was really fortunate. And I was also using the time to my advantage. Like, we, we got to, like, experience Seattle in the summer when normally we would have been working. So sure. It, we were really fortunate. So did you guys make it or did you make it to your due date? Yes. Once I hit, like... 36 weeks everyone was like he's coming any day now he's coming any day now and <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> no 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 yeah I've never even changed a diaper before Wyatt like, I'm not ready I'm using it like every night yeah I was like trying to cram for like the biggest exam of my life essentially I'm like <laughs> I'm not ready at all <laughs> he can take his sweet time <laughs> and right so he was actually five days past his due date oh wow interesting past his due date week we, past, yeah yeah it was, he was due september 18th and we had him on the 24th okay the whole time my doctor kept telling me i was really healthy we're having a great pregnancy everything and then we kind of went in for a routine ultrasound just to check his growth and make sure everything was okay since he was overdue and I sat in that room alone for like an hour and I was like, okay, something's not right. Mm. And they pushed me in to do like a stress test and um, they didn't like the way I was responding or the baby was responding. And so basically the day got fast forward really quickly. Oh my gosh. So you went in for a routine 
checkup. Is that correct? And Troy couldn't go in because of COVID. Yeah. Correct. I was in the waiting room. We actually had plans to go exchange jeans right after the ultrasound. It, <laughs> she, she, had been, she had spent months making thank you baskets for the nurses, and she had the hospital bag packed. And it's all ready and by the door. And, you know, we had this giant plan went in. And uh, after the stress test, they were like, yeah, we need you to go over to the hospital right now. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they were worried about his well-being? So I guess they didn't see him breathing or, like, practicing breathing. Okay. Um, and his heart rate wasn't what they wanted. And so, yeah, after the ultrasound, they were like, you're probably going to have the baby today. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? So, so they they see this and did they take you? So they took you straight from the appointment that you had and they said you need to get over to uh, emergency or re- just get over to the delivery area. So they had us go and check in at L&D, labor and delivery. And that was kind of a mess. They had no idea we were coming. and. Oh. It was all over the place. I'm like nervous at this point. And finally they got us checked in. They put us in a room and they did another stress test. And there was like numerous doctors coming in and there we kept, we had a resident. So someone who was obviously still a doctor, but like still learning, um, who was administering a lot of it. And Troy, actually, my sister had to come bring the hospital bag and the nurse's thank you baskets that I brought. So Troy went and grabbed that from her at the front door. And so we're kind of just sitting there waiting and they did the stress test and it it seemed fine. And he also, there wasn't enough fluids. That's what they were worried about. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they said I could have been dehydrated. It could have been numerous things, but the stress test at the hospital was fine. Hmm. Um, But they decided to still keep me. In retrospect, I probably would have fought to go home um, and like hydrate and stay at home until labor started naturally. Right. Sure. I was, I was opposed to that. <laughs> there was so much action going on. I was like, no, let's just let's just hang out. Yeah, let's stay here. Happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor came in and was like, you know what? We're we're gonna try to induce you. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I think every mom has like a birth plan or birth idea. And totally laid back. Like I, like I had like an outline that I like things I would like. To yes. Happen. Right. Right. Life happened. Some bullet points. You can't always plan for everything. Right. Yeah. I'm like, please. Um, and so they were going to induce me, which is what I didn't want. But, you know, at this point, like they kind of had me so nervous. I'm like nervous even thinking about it. Sure. Um, so they tried a Foley catheter, but the resident was the one who was doing the Foley catheter. And I'm not even kidding. This man had like the largest hands I've ever seen in my life. Oh my and he's gosh. Having to- <laughs> no, anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh boy. Oh. Um, after three times, <gasps> he accidentally broke my water. Oh my gosh. Um, no. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's time for the doctor to try. <laughs> And like, like, you can tell he's nervous. I'm like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, I'm freaking out right now. And once the water breaks, you know, you're on a timeline of how long you have. And right. You know, like the risk of infection increases. So then they moved us over to a room at that point, And another, the doctor came in. They were ta- talking about all our options. At this point, I'm just sitting there like <laughs> all. Yeah. So tense. 
yeah, my birth plan is pretty much out the window. Right. Oh. How's my stress test now, Doc? How about some anti-anxiety? Man? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the plan was to like be med-free or like at least try to labor as long as possible totally. without any meds. And I lasted a while. They gave me I don't even know what they gave me, but they gave me something before the Pitocin and eventually gave me the Pitocin and I labored all night and like through the morning, they induced me at like 5 PM. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, Troy got to sleep a little bit. Yeah. I slept a little bit until she uh, started dancing around the room and was asking for the uh, bathtub to be filled up so she could get in the bathtub. <laughs> I think the best part of my labor, I had headphones and a playlist and I was like listening to my Beyonce. And- ah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like pacing. I'm like, I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, everything's fine. This is the most pain I've ever felt in my life. Right. So did the bath help? The bath helped the first time. Um, I kind of just sat in there. It wasn't hot enough. Mm. And I don't, it was kind of weird. Like it smelled, like it didn't smell homey. And like, I mm. brought a, I brought lavender oil and like, I was trying to like rub that on my like wrist to calm down. Right. The bath was nice. And then it wasn't, and I was ready to get out. I think the, actually the pacing or the dancing helped the most, but I think after like 12 hours pass, I was like, okay, I'm ready for some drugs. Right. Yeah. Bring them on. This is not fun anymore. Yeah. And I was able to calm down. Even then I still was trying not to do the epidural. And finally I got the epidural and was like able to sleep a little bit, but they were coming in and they were like explaining all the different things. And because the baby's heart rate still wasn't what they wanted, I wasn't progressing at this point. And, um, they're like, well, if you get the epidural, maybe you'll be able to relax a little bit and progress. And, but then they had the like surgeon, I don't, know if she would have been a surgeon but yeah I guess come in and explain like what would happen if the c-section happened and like she just wanted to introduce herself oh really as a precaution I'm like well if y'all don't think it's gonna happen why are you introducing yourself totally and I'm kind of looking at Troy like what's going on totally and they gave us like another like hour to kind of monitor things yeah well it got weird when Marissa was complaining about being cold and she's shivering, but yet she's like profusely sweating. Oh, wow. um, okay. So at that point, you know, they were worried about infection. Mm. So, you know, of course, you know, she had her birth plan planned out the way she wanted to do it. No C-section on it. And like, everything's going out the window. Mm. Right. Um, and it's, like, oh, it's, it's whatever. Like we're, we're going to make this happen. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't until the surgeon came in a second time and they were worried about the infection, uh, the heart rate was changing and they were like, we're going to do a C-section and we're going to get you in right now. Oh, wow. Um, See, I forgot about that. I just walking all that out. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah, I mean, there we are, we're, we're walking down the hall and she's just got pure panic over her face and mm. just every terrible thought is sure. going through your mind at that point, you know, cause they're explaining the infection and, you know, we, we have no idea what we're walking into. It's our first child. Right. Um, and we get into the, you know, the operating room. And of course the operating room is just like a very bright, scary looking place. Totally. Um, you know, and, 
they're going to town. Right. And yeah. At that point, I mean, it, you know, Marissa just like has sheer panic and I know they're talking to her, but I'm not too sure if she's really responding or like processing everything that they're saying. Yeah. Well, just how, how rushed it was. Like I literally was sitting there and I'm like squeezing his hand and I was going to be like, we donate my organs. Like that's how scared I was. And like scary. Wow. I was like, I like, I should have put more plan in place, like for like the worst case scenario. And like, that's scary. I, I just wasn't prepared. What, what did they think the infection was? I think he pooped inside of me. Mm. Oh, okay. Like the meconium. Okay. Um, and then from having my water broken, possibly. Okay. The whole the, there's a lot of questions still left with what happened that mm. night. So did they leave the option open that you could keep trying, or they just all of a sudden were like, "No, we're doing a C-section." They started a second dose. It wasn't pitocin, but it was something very similar that they thought would, you know, maybe speed up the process. And it only it seemed to um. Almost like I don't remember it like messed with Marissa's temperature as mm. well. And so they immediately stopped that. They only ran that for like an hour before they came back in and they were like, okay, this isn't working. We're not gonna do that. Yikes. Um, yeah, there was at that point there was no option. They just said, This is what you're gonna do. And so they had me climb onto the table after I've already had an epidural. And I'm like, kind of like shimmying at this point. Yeah. How? You know, I'm looking around and like, they're trying, like, obviously like I'm freaked out. So like, they're trying to be like as sweet and like explain everything as much as possible, but you can tell that they were really rushing and which like I'm reading the room and I'm like, something like, this isn't okay. Right. I was freaking out. And meanwhile, I asked them, like, am I going to be able to see everything? Because I had a root canal and I could see, like, the entire procedure in ah, the reflection of the oh, dentist's eyes. And I was like, I can't do that again. That's like, terrifying. That's so <laughs> and they're like, well, you might see it in the reflection of the light. So meanwhile, I can't help but just stare and, like, trying to see what's going on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hovering over the top of her. Trying yeah, to don't, her look, don't look. Don't <laughs> look. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, they have a curtain up. Okay. Uh, like, you know, it's on blue paper so that, mm-hmm. you know, you can't see, but there's a hole in it where I could see everything. Right. Well, that's what uh, I wanted to see. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's if it's there, like, you kind of got to look. You just totally. Because, like, you, your curiosity, fear, whatever's going on. Like, every. Right. What's happening? Yeah. And it, it wasn't until. The anesthesiologist, like, he introduced himself and he gave her some anesthesia, uh, gave her the medicine. It was like, the final block. <laughs> the final block. <laughs> and uh, the surgeon says, okay, and he's go- she's going around and Marissa, can you feel this? And it's no, can you mm-hmm. feel this? And she goes, yes. And the anesthesiologist says, well, I just need five more minutes. And the surgeon goes, we don't have five minutes. And at that point pure panic set in. I was like, what do you mean we don't have yeah. time? Like, oh my god. We're gosh. 31 hours into this now at right. this point. Like what's going on that we don't have five minutes? Right. right. You know, Marissa is looks up at the anesthesiologist and she goes, What's your name? And he goes, Brian. And <laughs> And he, she goes, with an I or with a Y? And he goes, with an I. And she goes, would you hold my hand? So Aww. the anesthesiologist Aww. has her right hand. I'm holding her left hand. <laughs> and Scary. it's go time. And uh, 
of course, you know, she's sitting there panicking and everything and um, Wyatt comes out and there's no crying. And I'm like, okay, just be patient. Like, right. Everything's going to be okay. Like what's going on? And it probably was, you know, less than 45 seconds, but it seemed like forever. Yeah. And finally, yeah. Then there was a little squawk and it was like, okay, Hey, we're there. Yeah. And then nothing again. And they got him on a table behind me. Um, meanwhile, you know, Marissa's still on the ground. They're going through their, you know, everything they have to do. Putting me back together, essentially. Right. Right. Humpty Dumpty. Just I'm trying to keep her calm, but like also look over my shoulder at the other three doctors, like, hey, let's get something going over here. I'm not hearing any crying. Right. And then, you know, the crying set in and it was like pure relief. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can't even imagine. She says, can you see him? And I said, yes. I said, I think he has your nose. And she's kind of smiling, you know. So That's the sweet. only thing of mine he got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So is he okay? Yeah. Oh, every, yeah. Everything was fine. Great. Oh, he, good. And, like, it was really weird. I was, like, of course, technology. I was in, like, groups online with, like, the same due date or whatever. And, you know, all these other moms are getting, like, frequent ultrasounds and, like, we got one to like, you know, see that he existed. And then right. another one found out that he was a boy mm-hmm. and, you know, not even like growth scans. So like, I mean, I was a huge baby. And so like, I'm expecting that, like, I have this huge, he was just a, like a little guy. There's a little guy with blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. Very hungry. And he actually had low Billy Rubin and like had to be under the lights for a while and they gave him this, this like eye mask that had glasses on it ah. and so we weren't even for that for like the first two days it was like most of the day was spent under that so mm. I couldn't even hold him like he was just like in his little bassinet lights because his Billy Rubin levels were off and it was definitely like and so I mean feeding difficult but it was a lot <laughs> yeah now did they so just going back to the uh c-section yeah did they find an infection yeah um and it was because he pooped inside of mm. okay which is wild to even think about but yeah totally pumped me full of antibiotic antibiotics which um ended up leading to both of us getting thrushed down the road because <sighs> i didn't know like I should be taking probiotics after that. Like it made sense afterwards. I probably should have taken probiotics after getting pumped full with antibiotics for a few days, but yeah. Um, Did they not tell you to do that? No. And that's that, that would like, that's something that I think I would tell somebody like, Hey, absolutely. Especially you, a mother who is bacteria from going through the birth canal. right. He didn't get any of the good bacteria by going through the birth canal and then like through me for their breastfeeding he got a bunch of antibiotics because of the infection Ugh. so like naturally i think they would recommend probiotics or at least for the mom absolutely that wasn't the case oh that's so frustrating especially because a mom has gone through so much like you're not thinking clear you need someone to guide you on what you're supposed to be doing yeah i <laughs> i literally i feel like any other thought it was just out of my head it's like is he okay is everything okay i'm not really sure what i'm supposed to be doing right now i right. thought i prepared as much as possible and like i really just had no clue right <laughs> you can't prepare all, books about all the youtube videos yeah yeah 
It's it was crazy. Every, everything that I didn't expect happened. Yeah. And the postpartum nurses were really great, super helpful. I have no idea how to swaddle. Every Like I would feed him and like mess up the swaddle. <laughs> I forget her name, but she was so sweet. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I'm a terrible mom. Yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> how was the recovery for you physically? Um, there are probably better feelings than having your abdomen sliced open. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, for a while, like I wasn't even taking the pain meds and his parents came out to like see the baby and they're like, you're moving around too much. Um, I'm not one to sit still. I don't like sitting still. They're like, stop moving around. And eventually I think like after two weeks, I was like, okay, I can like, I probably should have gotten better, but like I was ready for like the pain meds. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give in to taking them. But right. I feel like I healed up pretty quickly. Um, we were out doing walks within like the first few weeks. I mean, like wow. crazy, no hikes or anything, but that's awesome though. Walk. I wasn't lifting anything, but yeah. Um, I'm thankful that it wasn't too terrible. Right. I don't know, but I still get like weird phantom feelings in like my belly. I like don't like anything sitting on my belly anymore. And Interesting. Pants and <laughs> yeah. It's, I think that's more long-term than the actual recovery. Cause a lot of the focus at the time is like on the baby. I'm like, God, right. keep tiny human alive. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right. Did you have any postpartum issues? Um, I think anxiety, um, definitely for sure. Like just incredibly irrational thoughts like, yeah. all the time. Totally. And I'm still dealing with, um, we haven't left him for more than two hours with anyone. Uh, um, and he's going to be, you know, he just turned eight months. Um, like I'll leave him with Troy and even then I'm texting. I'm like, totally. Okay. You know, and is he alive? He literally. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like the worst case scenario situation is just constantly going through my head. Totally. It's, no one talks about the phantom cries while you're in the shower. Totally. Like the entire time I'm showering to this day, I hear him screaming and it's not happening. Like right. Everything's fine. Right. And it just, it blows my mind that that's like a lot of women experience that. I feel like everyone I've spoken to experiences that. Right. And I actually start work in a week and I'm not ready (laughs) you know and it's eventually going to be remote so we'll be fine but yeah I think my anxiety was something that was like minor before baby and now it's definitely (laughs) I feel very yeah like through the roof (laughs) right kind of irrational Something I try to like, you know, breathe through, and I'm like, everything's fine. Right, right. he's like, fine. <laughs> like, we got this. Right. I'm like, he's blowing bubbles over there. Right. <laughs> dad, dad. Aww. Chose then instead of mama, but yeah. <laughs> do you guys have talks if you want to have more kids? I do. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's you know, so um, we were at a point where we were fine with being the cool aunt and uncle. Uh-huh. So when we found out she was pregnant, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Here we are. Like, you know, I had this whole plan in my head. I had just asked her sister, um, I don't know, four months before we found out uh, for permission to marry Marissa, being her closest family member and everything. So, like, I already had, like, 
some plans going on in my head of like how I wanted things to go out, but baby was just like not part of them. Right. That uh, I didn't think I was capable of uh, having children. I, I had testicular cancer when I was 20. Oh, wow. So um, just in a, we just didn't think it was possible. Wow. So it, it, uh, it was, yeah, it was a blessing. Popular. And then with, with COVID, like really coming through just two weeks later, then like everything was bonkers. Right. Yeah. My plan for 2020, I was saving up to buy a van for van life. I was like, <laughs> we're going to travel. And I was like, we're going to go to Hawaii. Ah, and then life <laughs> changed. Very different plan. <laughs> yeah. I was managing the tequila bar and also working at a gym. So my membership was free. And so I was opening up the gym at 4.30 and then closing the tequila bar at like 12.31. Oh so I was exhausted. Absolutely. And miserable. And I just thought like, oh, this, this is my way of life, you know? Like, oh my I gosh. I even think that like I could possibly be pregnant. Wow. And then like, I look back and I'm like, everything smelled terrible. And <laughs> I was tired all the time. And I was actually we didn't drive in Seattle. We took public transportation everywhere. So I was walking back and past the gym that I worked at and what, cause it was like boutique fitness. So like you sign up for the classes and I walk and once you work there, you are waitlisted. So I walked in, I was like, Hey, can I get into a class tonight? And so the girl got me into a class and I walked over to the grocery store and I was like, you know, I feel a little weird just Cause I'm going to buy a pregnancy test. I went home, took the pregnancy test and that thing lit up so quickly. Oh my gosh. My friend and I was like, not coming to that class. <laughs> so I'm not going to go. <laughs> high intensity interval training for me. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I just sat, yeah, I sat on the couch, like watching like law and order SVU until. Just processing everything. Like, hey, I got some news. Yeah, I was like, everything's about to change. <laughs> <laughs> no more van life. <laughs> no more van life. Well, being a mom, you know, it's still waking still? up early to open early, and, and you're still closing late. <laughs> and you still could do a van life, minivan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so awesome. We appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, this was fun. Absolutely. I brought up a lot that I kind of forgot about. Yeah, I'm glad Troy brought something up that you forgot about. I yeah. think that's I think that's why it's great to have the the man on this also because their point of view is so different and sometimes they do remember things that you don't. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for having us. It's cool to meet you. Yes, yes it's nice, nice to meet you too. You. Thanks guys. All right. Bye. Children are a gift from the Lord. Psalms 127.3.